welcome to Out of Tim, a time travel podcast with your hosts, Tim Fulton and William Mount. You know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Out of Tim. We're here this week talking about, I'm going to play the host now. Okay. We're talking about Doctor Who. Was I the host before? You were sort of, you were the... I chimed you, in. You were the facilitator <laughs> okay, got of it. it. Uh, I feel like I'm going to end up being much more the facilitator now because I don't know anything about Doctor Who. All right. Haven't had, frankly, it was sort of so, uh, seems so overarching and obtuse that it's like, it's best just to have someone explain it there to me. All right. And why not just do that on a microphone? Sure, yeah. And I'll chime in with clarifying questions okay. and i think we should at least uh once we're sort of through the here's the general premise is it sorry this is a dumb question is it time travel yes what does tardis stand for time and relative dimension in space okay great so it's like quantum leap a little bit okay it's not just Dude, we'll t- do qua- i'm sorry i'm putting quantum leap on the list right now <laughs> there you go it's not just time travel it's also traveling in space Okay. So it's space time. So like it's you're not only going backwards and forwards through time, you're actually able to travel to other um worlds and planets and at some point another dimension. I have so many other questions, but okay. give me just the basic what it what who is Doctor Who? Doctor Who is that's the question. <laughs> it is a question? It it's like Doctor Who? Like uh but anyways. It's um, an inside joke. Yeah, kind who's of. on first? <laughs> Uh, Doctor Who is a, uh, his species, or, you know, we are humans, they are time lords. Okay. uh, From the planet Gallifrey. When the show started out in 63, he was a, he goes by the term the doctor. Okay. Uh, He stole a TARDIS, and the TARDIS at that point took the shape of a police box. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a camouflage mechanism, and that's what he flies around in is a police block, uh, police box. Does he? And police box, it was. It's basically something that you would see in England, and it's it looks like yeah, a phone in the sixties. Yes, it looks right. like a phone booth with direct line to the police. Got it. Um, so it's basically nine one one. Yes. Got it. Um, so he usually like he favors Earth because he loves Earthlings, as you find out, okay. um, just because of our resilience. Um, and he, I don't know what he's seeing. That's why we haven't seen him lately. <laughs> We're in the darkest timeline. Um, sorry, not going to get political. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was simply a reference to the television show community. Yes. Um, so he, who ha- they have their own inspector space time. Uh, okay. But he, uh, what is it? He usually gets a companion, which is an earth, earth human person that flies around with him on it's adventures. Delegated to him? Uh, no, it's usually somebody he runs into, lands, makes a connection with, and then they he's like, hey. Come with me. Come with me to on my spaceship. Sounds weird. For like multiple episodes? Or oh, yeah. Like, like okay. they usually stick around for seasons or uh, depending on who, like the doctor. So, so he, I'm just trying to draw comparisons for understanding. Yeah. He is like Willy Wonka. Yes. And so he's like, come with me, Charlie Bucket. Yes. And here are our adventures right now. Or. Elevator that. Goes every which way. To to reference our constant uh <laughs> constant baseline, he, he is he's Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yes, who like he understands how it works. Yep. he understands how the sp- space time continuum works, and this traveler with him. What are they called? His companion. His companion is his Marty, Marty McFly. Is Marty McFly? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, now, the thing about the Doctor is, or Time Lords in general, is that they regenerate, which means they, when they die, that Time Lord themselves die, they regenerate into a new Time Lord. Okay. So that's the, their physical makeup of their and DNA. And that was something I saw not too long ago, probably a couple of years at this point, is that there was like the first female yes, Doctor that, Who. Yes, which okay. just premiered. So they announced that like a year and a half or two years ago. Oh, and that just started. And that just started. Okay. So they, their seasons aren't really like, we're going to do it you know, every year. It's just like... And for those that are listening that are just every question I ask, they're like... This is what? for the people that don't know. This is for like, I'm, li- you know, you're catching me up and right. I, uh, and hopefully some of yeah. our listenership as well. Uh, so yeah, they just had their first uh, female doctor uh, start up and they've been doing it for over 50 years now. It started in 1963. Has it been consistent this whole time? No, it has not. So they went from 63 to like 85 or somewhere in the eighties. They stopped because ratings dropped out and they were at one point thinking about having a lady time Lord just to boost ratings in, but they just went ahead and canceled the show. And then in 2005, it started back up. Um, and, and here we are, this is produced by the British broadcasting corporation still. Um, so, and it, does it appear, I, while there is, that's all canonical though. Everything from the sixties up through even Oh five, they didn't reboot the series. They, they picked up not where they left off, but they picked up with the same time Lord, the doctor and his adventures. Okay, so when, and this is interesting, right? Because it gets into uh, sort of a real world aspect of it. Yeah. Because when a person, when one of them dies, and I assume that's always a plot point, right? Yes. Um, They then get a new actor to do it. Uh, And it's, you know, it's a writer's choice to sort of kill somebody off. But there's never a Time Lord that... So you never refer to it. He's never referred to as Doctor Who, right? Uh, no, he's referred to as the Doctor. Okay. Um, but he's made mention a couple times in the past as like Doctor Who. Like it's like, a funny. It's a fun like play on like who? Like yeah. Got it. Um, and the reason they started the regeneration process is because the first actor who played Doctor Who, I do not remember his name. Apologies, I'm not that in depth with Doctor Who, but he died, and they wanted the show to keep going. So then they made up the whole regeneration aspect of it, and that let them keep changing doctors in and out. And apologize, uh, apologies again to those that are <laughs> listening in the future. But the comparison that I would make is like, oh, you got to kill off Roseanne, yeah, and so you just have the Connors, Connors right? So now. Picture Roseanne regenerating <laughs> into somebody. Someone, someone that's not fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's generally the plot. And he's got uh, a multitude of. He's you know at this point in the show, thousands of years old. Okay. Uh, he's got a multitude of arch enemies that he's amassed. You know through space and time. Okay. So every um, you the main ones are the Daleks, which. Are, so when the season, when the series started back up again in 2005, they just got done with what is called the Time War, and that was where um, the Daleks got into a giant war with the Time Lords. Okay, and, and Dalek is not a acronym. No, like Tardis is. Dalek is a species okay. of alien, and they're the ones that roll around in the little rollerball things. I don't know if you've seen with the plunger on the end of it. I've they seen exterminate. the pictures. Yeah. Are there thing? Are there people yes. within them? There are little alien creatures inside of this. That's armor that they roll around in. And they don't look like humans, though. They're not right. humanoid. Correct. Got it. Yep. Okay. 
So is there like a general structure to an episode of the series, though? Um, like they like they arrive somewhere, yes. and that just like Star Trek, yes. it's like oh they arrive somewhere, and like sometimes it's going to extend over a couple of episodes. Yes. There's an arc, them, or yeah. But for the most part, it lives within self-contained, self-contained yep. within that episode, so that people can just watch it. Yes, uh, and yes, the hardcore watchers will appreciate references to yeah. things that happened in the past. Yep. very similar to like uh, Sherlock Holmes yeah. or something like yep. that, where like there's ongoing enemies and then miniature enemies throughout yes. the the way. Does he have like an overarching? goal or thing he's trying to um, accomplish kind of depends on the season uh so the last series uh with peter capaldi so okay so jumping back to when they first started up again the doctor who was on it for one season who uh what was his name um he's the guy that played the bad guy in the second thor movie but he left the show to go be on the show heroes Good choice. Yeah, that was kind of a whiff on his part. Um, but his character had just gotten out of the time war. He had just regenerated. And his character was like the... Um, he had to make the biggest sacrifice of all for the time war, which was basically kill everybody to end the war. So This is sounding strangely similar to... like. He didn't have... Well, he did have to make a sacrifice. Similar to, like, the Infinity Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he he's there for one season, then he regenerates into um, uh, David Tennant, who okay. is my favorite doctor. Um, but <laughs> Everybody's he, got one. Everybody's got one. Uh, usually it's your first doctor. and uh, But he... <clears throat> his whole thing is... He's kind of shed that guilt from everything. He's it's still kind of there, but for the most part, he shed it. And he's I guess every doctor has their own attitude. Okay, I guess that's the overall arc. Um, but in terms of canon, it is the same person. Yes, because there are yep. other time lords. It is the same time lord. For, it is the same doctor from the sixties that the show started out with. Got it. So he's carried all of that knowledge, all of that guilt, the burden, the joy, all of that from the very first one. So Got he it. still has it, but he's a new identity. Got it. So. And then, so, and we're going to get into the time travel aspect yeah. of this in a second. Is it like, are there variable levels of things they're interested in that like the raciness of the series of, you know, the types of quote unquote adventures, they adventures that they go on um i mean it, or is it like star trek where it's like well we're always working for the federation and we're always you know he you know it, it's literally just like a continuing adventures sometimes they're back on earth sometimes they're on another planet sometimes okay. they're in another like the david Tennant ones spoilers they go to an alternate universe which kind of mirrors fringe a little bit okay uh well fringe i guess kind of mirrored doctor who because i thought when i started watching fringe i was like holy shit they just fucking ripped off doctor who okay uh but yeah so it's it's just kind of up in the air for what they're going to do now the third i believe the third doctor his arc was that the third modern doctor the third, we'll call him yes well he's in the 60s oh okay so that third the, doctor from the, th the actual third doctor i believe his arc was the one where they took his tardis away so he was stuck on earth so it was like him just getting up to hijinks on earth well now you know why it 
didn't succeed. Right. Because that well, sounds- and then, yeah, the fourth doctor is Tom Baker, who's everybody's favorite doctor that watched it back in the day. Okay. He's the one with the scarf that you would see. Okay. Uh, he's like the, I think his, his role as the doctor was like almost the complete opposite of what the third was. So everybody's got their own attitude and take on how the doctor acts and, and the, just the mindset that the doctor's in. Okay. But, and this is just somehow accepted. Yes. Among those that enjoy it. Yep. Because there, the knowledge still exists. Yep. But every, because from an outsider's perspective, it's like, Oh, it's just a whole new take. It's right. like in my head, like a refresh, like a new Spider-Man right. or a new Batman. Yeah. But no, no, it's, this is meant to be. There is a canon. Yes. Okay. This is all canonical. So, how does time travel fit in with it? What are they? Is there a? They have control over the TARDIS, right? Yes, he's able to fly the TARDIS around, and basically, it is a time machine, so he can go anywhere he wants, and and do anything you know what i mean like anywhere in space and time he can land there what is his overarching mission um star trek has an overall mission of exploring deep exploring new places his literally started out with just mischief and that's kind of what it is like it's literally like there's nothing overall like he's not tied to any one person uh there are like groups so there's this group called unit back on earth that he's the commander of, but they've formed because of um, him through like okay. his dealings from like stopping space invaders back in the day. So they're like men in black. Yes. And he could give a shit. Right. But he's when he shows like, up, he's got like authority over them. So he's like the Tony Stark character yeah. over them. Yeah. And like he's like. I don't get, I mean, is it like that? Is it's like, it, yeah, I'll be serious if it calls for it. Right. But yeah. for the most part, yes. this is all fun and games and I've got this thing can, they can do whatever I want. Exactly. Okay. And so the, the joy for the doctor is, is I think getting into these scenarios and then figuring out how to get out of them. Okay. So it, that's why I said just kind of mischief. Can you walk me through how either an episode that, comes to mind or a theoretical episode where it's like this is what happens is it carrying through from the previous episode where it's like woof thank god we got out of that one let's digest it a little bit and then Um, something new happens so for like say the david Tennant arc uh his companion rose uh there's there's some tension there between them. You know what I mean? Like there's some, there's some definite romantic tension there. Okay. Uh, and that builds up through like, it kind of starts with, uh, the, the O five doctor, the, the, the new one before the number nine doctor before tenant shows up. All right. And then once tenant hits, she's weirded out by this new guy who's in this body that, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, so she's still there. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes. Okay. So sometimes the, sometimes the companions carry over, mm-hmm. um, and then, so she kind of starts to fall in love with this guy, and he's the doctor, so he's not really tied down to anybody, and his love really for him. Uh, well, he's an alien, too. Right. He's got two hearts, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time Lords have two hearts. Um, so their relationship pretty much builds to a point to where, and spoilers, uh, that alternate universe he has to leave her there for her own safety. Okay. And they're trying to communicate. She's like basically breaking down and, and telling him she, she, lo- she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. 
And then, I mean, this is the course of like two or three years that all this takes place. Okay. Uh, and then he's about to tell her he loves her too. And this is where it gets me. Uh, then his, cause he's like using this rift in time and space to like talk to her cause she's in this other universe. Through a portal. Yeah. And his, his communication cuts out right before he can tell her he loves her. Right then. Yeah. So she never hears, like when, hears the admission like of when it. Rachel kisses Ross. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there is definitely like continuation of storylines through okay. stuff and it's, it's not just a black mirror type one off right. stuff. Every well, now and then sir, you get uh, well, I mean, Monster of the week type stuff. You get that every now and then. But okay. Then, but then there is an overall every now and then there's a two episoder. So why the, so is there anything special that we should know about like how the TARDIS travels? Is it just like, Oh, it's bigger on the inside. Okay. So like, uh, just like Mary Poppins's purse. Yes. Okay. So like as soon as you, it's time Lord technology, it's bigger on the inside. So as soon as you walk in the doors, it's basically giant. Like you, you never see the ends of the, the TARDIS. Okay. So it's that big on the inside. Um, it's have a control panel. It's look like a spaceship. Yep, it's right in the yeah, it's right in the beginning. It's like this big round area that he's got a bunch of knobs and buttons that he goes up and pushes and got reacts it. to. They're never really detailed. And every time a new doctor comes along, usually that set gets changed to a newer style. Got it. So and so, but he knows where he's going. Unless um, something else is interrupting it right. outside, yes. but for the most part, yeah, he know, yeah, because I'm, you said, uh, and I'm like, yeah, because there's a that's sometimes, a plot point. Yes. Sometimes but, he gets thrown off, or he's not right with his calculation on how he did it. He lands too far in the past, or too so far he in the could future. mess it up. Yeah, he's he's not perfect, and I guess I should say in his control of the TARDIS. Okay, and so does he ever interact with other Time Lords as well? Yes. Now, so, there are times where Doctor Who crosses over with other Doctor Who's. So he also has a nemesis uh, that he, uh, Time Lord. Just call, one? Called the Master. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's kind of like, as far as Time Lord arch enemies go, that's his. But yes, they're... <sighs> do they, sorry, do they have an overriding goal? Time I, Lords? Yeah, I sort no, of start kind thinking of about this in terms of like... The Federation. Right. From Star Trek. They're just kind of observers. Do they have cardinal rules that they have to abide by that they don't like interact with things or solve things? Or uh, Now, they call, they're allowed to go back through time and everything like that. Uh, but there are points in space time that are like solid moments they, they cannot mess with or they will start to mess with the universe and Space time, yes. And are those things like World War Two or? Yeah, there are certain fixed points. They call them fixed points in time. Okay, that they cannot mess with to try to prevent. They can't like be like nine eleven is about to happen, and you know what I mean. Like, so it's just like not allowed, right? So, what are the? Give me an example of the types of things that they can solve. Are these like? Sorry to keep bringing no, in other good. like time travel things, but are these like quantum leap type things where it's like we can prevent a murder um, or we can solve a murder? It's kind of like solving a murder or solving a mystery in that area. So like one of the, I think it's the second episode of the, it's Christopher Eccleston, who's the O5, uh, the reboot, not reboot, but resuming Doctor in O5. Got it. The ninth Doctor. Uh, they go to like. I eight, like how respectful you are. Of yeah, it. I'm trying to be. Like they, because there's yeah. people out there that take it way more serious than I do. Um, I'm just there because I'm like, ooh, Time Lord and and robots. It sounds cool. Um, yeah. 
Uh, they go to Dickens uh, era England. Okay. So it's like, you know, around Christmas time and there's this house that's supposed to be haunted. And, and Bob Cratchit is there. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, like Dickens joint. Like sometimes you'll get like historical figures that like join in with him. Uh, at one point, William Shakespeare joins in on an episode but this so this is an interesting point sorry and sorry to keep diverging does william shakespeare know that he's talking to a time lord no he does not they try to blend in as best as possible so nobody other than the companion knows yes or at least i'm sure sometimes that's violated but that's the goal yeah okay um so he just like quantum leap yeah so (laughs) yeah a lot of it is just try to like blend in because they try to look at it when he takes the uh, companion there, that they're going there for like a fun vacation thing. So Does tr- the companion think that too? Yes. Their, their whole goal is to just like see what's up and observe. Like they like hang out in an area and, and you know, wacky hijinks ensue. I see. Okay. So, and are they reporting back to some greater authority? Nope. Doctor Who like, is the greatest authority at this scenario. What about the the his nemesis who is known as The Master? The Master. No, so the Master, he doesn't even know that the Master exists. Okay, so <laughs> after the Time War, he thought he killed all the Time Lords to to stop the war. He thought he had to kill both all the Daleks and all the Time Lords. And that's what that he was felt his, guilty about. Yes, that was okay. his burden. Uh, later, there is a way for Time Lords to basically go into um, witness protection. So they for like, lack of a better for term. lack of a better term. Okay. Uh, so he finds this is like a two or three parter, I believe. Uh, he finds somebody who he realizes he's got like a strange connection with. He doesn't remember exactly what they look like because they've regenerated at this point. Um, but they, f- he finds out that it is a time Lord that is in basically that witness protection. And he just comes across them. Yeah. Okay. And then he accidentally awakens them and then, and by awakens, you mean take, removes them, remo- exposes them out of witness protection. Right. Okay. So there's like a, uh, a, a thing that they're able to store their consciousness in to kind of hide them. Cause if they know they're Doctor Who, then, or they know they're a Time Lord, then they can, somebody else can find out that they're a Time Lord, so they have to know. They have to oh. not know that they're a Time Lord to protect themselves. I see. So, he restores the consciousness of that Time Lord. That Time Lord, also evil. Can uh, I point something out? Yeah. This may be where the, uh, the affinity for it comes from. Yeah. I may be a Time Lord. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. You may be a Time that, Lord. I could be, yeah. I just got to be awakened. Just gotta, yeah, that would be awesome. This is where the furry bullshit happens <laughs> in hotel rooms <laughs> uh, during Comic-Con. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, it's it's um, instances like that where, um, I don't know, that's, I can't remember exactly what you were pointing out. but Just or, that the Master is not his. No, the Master is his Joker to his Batman. Okay. Basically gets sort of like awakened yeah. and he's like, well, you tried to kill me, motherfucker. Right. I'm not a fan. Right. Let's go at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to ruin your life now. So he is, uh, not to make another comparison, <laughs> he is Highlander. Yes. He has killed all the other yes. uh, Highlanders. Highlanders. <laughs> and it can only be one. There can only be Tim. Uh, <laughs> and they... And he has resumed his hijinks from before. Yes. yes. This is super interesting. Yeah, it's very. I mean, they've been doing it for a while. It's very deep. 
Um, yeah. So like how much do you see so you as a casual watcher? Cause we're sort of getting yeah. on in time, but ha ha. Uh, as a casual watcher, do you have to go and investigate or like look at forums that like talk about like, Oh, I think what you guys don't realize is he's done this. No. And are the, res- the writers respectful of what's happened in the canon. Yes, they're very respectful of that. Okay. Um, and I've never had to like dig any deeper into it's not it's really not that complex of a show. Uh once you've you know once you've started wa- watched a season of right. it. Yeah. But I imagine it would certainly certainly invite you not necessarily to go back and watch the stuff that ended in the eighties, but watch from the reboot in two thousand five. Yeah. I would say me, if the continuation, yes. if you're going to start anywhere, start in two thousand five. Okay. If you feel so inclined, go back to the ones prior to that. Okay. Some of them got lost in a fire in the sixties, so there are some episodes that you're just never going to be able to see again. Okay. Because and a lot of times, so like tapes that they showed or recorded on or edited the shows on were in short supply, so they would just edit, record, over. record over it. Right. So there's just some episodes you're never going to see. So you're not going to get the whole Doctor Who origin 63 to 89. And so I imagine some people are still like, whatever happened to that script? Or like, right. there's, you know, a whole... Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole I like. And that's what the subreddit. internet is for. Exactly. Is like people saying like, here's a thing I found. Yeah. Or people being like, here's what I theorized. This could yeah. have been... Okay. Yeah. Um... And again, it's not the time travel is not, yes, he's changing things or solves mysteries, but it's not necessarily. Oh my God, are we going to have to talk about the early edition at some point? Is that a. That's that Kyle Chandler show. I'm not familiar. Where he got the Chicago Tribune a day earlier. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be. The, we Let's reference it as a. Uh, this is like this. <laughs> if we ever have to talk about early edition, yeah. this is a problem. Um, no, it's going to be similar to me being like, so this is like quantum leap in yeah, that, okay. or this yeah. is like Star Trek doesn't really have to do with time travel. Sorry, to be clear, there is some time travel right. in Star Trek, but not a whole lot. Right. And it's mainly for Jean-Luc Picard to go back to France. <laughs> like it's not, there's not a whole lot of that. Yeah. Um, by the way, flashback, not time travel. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. So th- mm. for the audience's sake, it's not time travel. There you go. Um, we should start a whole new blog that's just called it's not time travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that's a super good introduction and it's not, is there any sort of like overriding thing that should be paid, paid attention to there when sort of like, this is what it's like. Um, do you mean like traveling with a doctor or watching the show or? I mean, do I have to touch his thigh? No, you don't have to touch him (laughs) at all. Generally, he's just not really in it for anything other than for fun. You know what I mean? Like this is, that's. Why did, sorry, that just sounds like a weird way to say it. Why does he, why does he have a companion? Uh, just, I, it's. Companionship. He's, he's, yeah. Well, when he starts out, he's like a thousand years old or like, you know, when you, you jump into him or somewhere in there, it's just being lonely at that point. You know what I mean? Like he's trying to just not be lonely because he's at one point he thinks the last of his kind. 
Okay. He's got nobody else that he can really relate to. So he tries to like, I'm just going to do something cool and fun for somebody and then like hang out or like get into some weird hijinks. Okay. So they're alternate. They're, they're different goals every, yeah. all the time. It, it depends. Just on like the, humans. Yeah. It, dep- it depends on the doctor because so like the last one before, um, the new, the newest one is the first woman doctor. Uh, Peter Capaldi was the doctor before that. Um, he was the older kind of crotchety, like Werther's granddad, but he was still a cool doctor just because his attitude towards everything. Like he didn't give a fuck. Okay. So like that was like the cool aspect of Capaldi's character. Um, the Which one- is interesting because it is actually the same character. Yeah. So mm. yeah, they, there's the different sides to all of these. So like the one before him, Matt Smith, who was, I think probably like the, the most as of, as far as like Ameri- American audiences go, probably the favorite, um, the most well liked. Yeah, well, and that's interesting, right? Because you're exploring the exact same character, but it's both the writers and the excuse me, I'm going to phrase that the other way: the actors and the writers' right. interpretation of how this one yes. should go. Yes, they it's get a whole de- new opportunity. The actors get to decide the outfit because there's usually like iconic, like I said, with uh, the scarf for the fourth Doctor. Okay. Um, David Tennant's doctor wore like a pinstripe suit, but with chucks. So like he, okay. he they kind of get to decide their own style. Okay. So Matt Smith has a bow tie. And I just, I feel odd that I'm going to inadvertently cosplay my way into somewhere. I've done it before and I don't mind. <laughs> it was, I realized it was subconsciously. I was like, Oh, I was trying to dress like David Tennant there. Yeah. Cause I'm wear chucks with a suit. Sometimes. Oh yeah. I, I, that's my main shoes when I wear suits. Yeah. So but, I mean, with my main shoes all the time. Yeah. So, um, but well, yeah, that's, good. that's the, the, the doctor who time travel aspect. If you were doctor who, Ooh. what would you do? Um, what kind let's phrase, let me phrase it a different way. Given what I know. Yeah. What kind of doctor who would you be? Um, probably somewhere between a tenant and a Matt Smith. Matt Smith was kind of zany. Okay. Um, where his so every doctor generally has like a catchphrase. Uh, there's like Allons-y, which is French for I think let's go or something like that. Okay. So it's just somewhere in the middle of like that mindset. I think that's Creole for let's go. <laughs> well, Allons-y. Allons-y. Uh, so yeah, it's one of the. I'd probably somewhere. I don't have the. The, the burden of murdering, or what I thought at the time was murdering my entire uh, race along uh-huh. with another race. Yeah, um, that must be tough. And I don't have the crotchety old man attitude yet. <laughs> Not yet. I'm getting there. Yep. Ask me this in 30 years. <laughs> I'll be like, Capaldi, end of course. We're really only making this whole ep- this whole podcast for posterity. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's, uh, that's where I'd probably blur the lines and i don't really know a whole lot about the the original 63 to 89 we've tried watching some of them mm-hmm. um doctor who has spun a handful of spinoffs off in into the world there's a one called torchwood okay which was a division originally created by queen victoria to police doctor who when he's on earth oh um but then they s- turned over time to team up with doctor who and torchwood all the letters turn into Doctor Who. 
Got it. So it's one of those plays. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so Torchwood's uh, turned into its own television series that um, the star of it, um, John Barrowman, he plays this character named Captain Jack Harkness who has a device that lets him travel through time. Okay. It's like a little wristlet type thing. He's a thing. human. He's a, uh, no, he's another alien. Okay. Uh, but he can live forever. But not a Time Lord. But not a Time Lord. So he, Got it. he keeps the same... He was like cursed to stay alive forever. Uh, can't regenerate, but also can't die. Can't die, yes. He's Got died it. a ton of times, but he always comes back to life. So, uh, but yeah, then there's just tons of other side stories, stuff like that. So Torchwood's, uh, Torchwood season three is really good. It's six episodes long. It's almost like a mini series of it. Uh, the first two, they're kind of going for like an adult Doctor Who vibe. Um, cause there's like sex and, uh, cursing and all that stuff. So oh it's my. like the dark side of Dr. Who that world. Uh, but season three deals with, um, and it probably tugs to your heartstrings if you got kids. Uh, it's, I think it's called children of earth or something like that, but it's about these aliens that come down and want to sacrifice a certain amount of kids. I think it was. I don't know. It's that's the plot of a television it's, series. It's fucking crazy. It's very good. It's like six episodes. You can probably watch it without watching the rest of Torchwood. Cause really like the first two seasons are very campy, like sexy soap opera type thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that, that those six are like a complete different direction. Huh. And it's, uh, they're probably on Netflix or something like that. If you want to just pop, there's them a on. lot going on there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he can also time travel. I think he's the only other one in the universe or, you know, in the realm besides like the master that can time travel because of his device that he's got. I didn't even mention Sonic screwdriver. Sonic screwdriver is a tool used by the doctor. It's like a light up pin that lets him unlock doors and do all sorts of other crazy shit that he got. Well, but also not, I think we're going to discover as we continue to go along that it's the, well, the, the, the purpose of getting into it is the time travel. Mm -hmm. There's so many tangential things related to it. Right. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dr. Who. Nice. (laughs) See you next time. I did it again. Out of Tim is a loud cat podcast production. Find us online at outofTim.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. Thanks for listening.